Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're talking with Kathy Walker, a resident of San Luis Obispo in a single-family neighborhood, and she's a member of RQN's board. And she she sent off an email to the and a, a video, a huge video of partying that had kept her whole family up during rush week, and this was the seventh night of this. Um, Kathy, the RQN uh, has been involved in dialogue with the city police chief and the city manager and the city council for years trying to protect the quality of life in the single-family neighborhoods, haven't they? Yes, they have. They and, have. And um, generally, uh, isn't the response of the city that uh, they're working with and partnering with Cal Poly and with the fraternities in order to prevent uh, this kind of, of uh, obstreperous behavior that is actually ruining the quality of life in these neighborhoods? Well, that's what they say, but that's not what we've experienced. So, for instance, um, we have an MP3 of three parties that you recorded. Just And all three of these were... When, when the police showed up after you complained to them, was any citation issued for these parties? No, it was not. Not a single time? Not a single time. Joe, play that MP3 for us so we can hear what the walkers have to put up with and other neighbors who are afraid to call in. The response that uh, I saw that the police chief gave was uh, kind of uh, talking points about how uh, the police department was partnering with RQN in order to control things, and they they wanted to collaborate with uh, the college and with the fraternities. And, you know, I only have one response to any of that after years and years of this failure by the city and I think Toby Keith put it best what do you think needs to happen in order to protect the happiest place in America so that uh, residents many of them in their 70s and 80s in this part of uh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, one of my neighbors just turned 90 and she had a fraternity move in this next door, right next door to her this year. Oh my. I think that obviously the, the, the police need to understand their own ordinance for what the noise ordinance means, what the elements of that are, and then enforce that. Well, if the, if the city council adopts an ordinance, you kind of expect the police to enforce it, right? Yes, you would. Otherwise, it's just window dressing Exactly. On the window, you're looking out at the uh, nightly riot. Yes. So we've had the uh, police chief come to a number of meetings, and I think he uh, advised that 
the city of San Luis Obispo had about eight officers on duty at any one time. Something like that? Six, yeah. six to eight, yeah. Si- six at night, eight during the day. Okay, yeah. Which maybe they ought to reverse that, but that's not very many people. Um, you've, you've experienced in your neighborhood 4,000 people yes. drinking, climbing phone poles, and um, uh, being more than rowdy. It was awful. And, yeah. and what, what were the police able to do? And they stood around the perimeter and watched the party. They didn't want to go into the party. For, for two years in a row now, they have not entered because they didn't want to start a riot. So they just allowed the, the partiers to go on and on for hours until they got tired. And, and there's been no effort to call in uh, mutual aid from the sheriff's office or other cities when something like this happens. Is no, that right? You know, the last city council, uh, when they asked the police chief about that, he said that he did not want mutual aid because those officers were not trained under him. That was the impression I got from the things that he said. I got the impression when I heard him that he didn't think they were trained to be gentle enough. Yeah, um, I I believe that's true. And collaborative enough with young people, fine young people, who've made the mistake of having a uh, 0.2 or 0.3 blood alcohol in the middle of the night in large groups. Uh, You know, we... Have there been dangerous things that have happened in the neighborhood over the last five or six years because of this activity? I mean, yeah, there's dangerous as far as people getting drunk. We've had our car hit um, that was parked on the street by a drunk driver. Um, But just just people passing out or people not able to walk, being carried. We've witnessed a lot. People throwing up in our yard. Yeah. You know, there is such a thing as alcohol poisoning. Young people can die from that. Right. And um, I understand that sometimes uh, young men and women get so rowdy they start climbing telephone poles and and trying to hang on the wires. That did happen. Yes, it did. Um, if you've got a police force that's afraid to walk into that crowd to prevent that kind of activity... Um, you know, some of those students may die. True. It's a risk. And, and of course, the, there may be interference with the electrical system in the city. Yeah, it was a risk. I guess he was willing to take in grabbing that wire and going out there and doing pull-ups. Good Lord. And I think we had a, we had a garage where a whole bunch of people uh, climbed up on the roof of the garage and it collapsed a few mm. years ago. Ironically, that was 348 Hathaway, the same one that I took the video of, of the party. <laughs> <laughs> now, these parties, are, do they come with uh, electrified, amplified bands? Oh, yeah. Sometimes they have DJs. They is, even bring in porta potties for there, the bigger parties. Isn't there an ordinance against that in this town? There is. There is an ordinance against it. And it's not being enforced, is it? No. Okay. Not very effectively. So, is, do you have a message for the city council and the city attorney and the city uh, manager? Oh boy, put me on the spot. I did. I I would really appreciate if they took the residents well-being and the neighborhood wellness seriously and encouraged the police officers to enforce the noise ordinance and also for code enforcement to get the illegal fraternities out of our neighborhood joe get toby up again 
All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Kathy. I really appreciate you thank coming you. in here. This is an important issue for the city that Oprah once called the happiest place in America. Let's see if we can restore that. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. Stay tuned next week to Slow County Public Policy and the Law for my discussion with Jimmy Panetta about illegal immigration and for the history of Grover Beach and the South County with Dee Santos and Peter Keith. Only on K News FM 98.5. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, visit our website, knews985.com.